real life. I refuse to speak because that's my right. And as American, doing a podcast from my couch, you can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about our podcast a little bit. So we've been doing, um, this is our 34th 34. episode. So we're, I'm, I'm personally very proud of ourselves, you know, uh, being able to continue this. But at the same time, we haven't really um, gained any uh, audience yet. <laughs> but, Our brilliant um, marketing skills, uh, word of mouth, and yeah, no posting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're doing our best, you know, um, in terms of use of uh, social media and, you know, other stuff. I mean, I guess there's no other stuff. Well, I'm sorry. But social media and then just word of mouth. Word of mouth. See, it comes up a lot. People ask what we do, you know, like right. why are you guys here at you know and, at noon? Um, yeah, and then I guess what uh makes our effort a little bit different from others is that we're not really putting in any money, right? So we're oh, yeah, not really completely... spending any money for marketing and yeah. so it's it's very slow, man. Um honestly these days, a lot of people are doing podcasts, and um, organic growth is very, very difficult. Yeah, right? and a lot of people that are to... doing podcasts have typically some type of resume behind them, mm-hmm. so it incentivizes you to listen to them. Right. Like a lot of these actually, some of these pro climbers now have podcasts, which I'm super stoked about because I would mm-hmm. love to garner any insight I could. But yeah. you know, people like you and I, with our backgrounds being the engineering semiconductor department i don't think there's a large pool of people that are interested in yeah you know people like us with that kind of background but i think that just lends itself to the credibility of why we started this and the value in it Mm -hmm. that we were willing to like we talk about all the time forsake the normal path to approach it Mm -hmm. um to approach our lives in a way we want to and we've been rewarded for it way more than any type of financial status or popularity, I would say, could ever have brought in us. You know, say we got really popular after episode 10 or something like that, mm-hmm. or it caught on, we would not be the same people today as we are now. And I really like the people that we are and we're becoming mm-hmm. and we continually choose to be. And if this does become popular, then we'll have a new set of problems to tackle. As far I, yeah. as far as identity is concerned, right? We always <laughs> got to be just unapologetically ourselves, like we talked about before. You know, yeah, we're trying to be yeah, continually did, right? remove these masks, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yeah, it's very hard, though. I don't know about yeah. you, but for me, um, it is not that easy, actually. I mean, I try to remind myself of um, that I, I'm just doing this for fun, and you know, I, I more than that, maybe. Maybe more than having fun, but I, I like to be at least genuine, authentic. But a lot of times I get, sometimes I get nervous and I, I'm hesitating because of certain reasons that may uh, cause some, you know, controversial um, arguments and debates, things like that. So there are a lot of factors that kind of um, make me hesitate, mm-hmm. but I decided not to do that because uh, I really feel like well really the best way to really communicate with the people and put out my idea is to be as authentic as i can be you know yeah so 
I think that's at least uh, that's the mindset I'm gonna, you know. I'm yeah, it's a great great mindset. We were yeah. talking about this today at the gym, but we have this unique set of circumstances and experiences mm-hmm. as individuals, right? You is your yeah. own individual, me is my own individual, and if we just choose to basically, you know summarize verbatim what other people have said mm-hmm. we're not really giving our own unique valuable input and yeah. insight into the world yeah like all that stuff all those things those wise men have said or people mm-hmm. that are considered smart by the centuries or the generations or the culture it's been said yeah do i do i really need to say it again right for them like i want to kind of put my own twist on it or my mm-hmm. own thoughts and my perception into it you know give credit where credit's due but right i mean yeah. unless we're presenting their ideas of course and you can present an idea and say hey this is coming from nietzsche it's based loosely in that blah 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 and yeah you gotta give the pleasure is credit where credit's due for sure you don't want to be for lack of a better term stealing from people right but But also you don't want to like taint it right yeah (laughs) yeah more than anything you don't want to taint it right you don't want somebody to look at you and say oh fuck nietzsche must be an idiot look at this guy this long-haired dude and this (laughs) pink-haired friend yeah, <laughs> somebody really uh, already criticized you about your look. Um, oh, did they? I missed well, it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was not a valid or you know criticism, but you know when we did uh, last episode religion, uh, some people got really mad, and then um, yeah, he attacked on you, man. Oh, oh sorry, <laughs> demon look. Yeah. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I I remember somebody said something that van. Or van even, yeah, that guy. I'm talking. Oh, about, was it? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I just replied, I have a van, because. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on my van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but... um To all the haters out there, if you want to start a cult, you got to look like a cult leader. So that's yeah. why I'm growing my hair out. Um, I'm just trying to play the part, guys. So right. if you want to come join us in the desert. <laughs> and also, uh, our initial vision uh, for this podcast, we... I mean, we just like to... Uh, have conversation right so we don't really need to have that popular form these days for podcasts uh the interview right but um so our initial vision was that well we uh we can you know make our uh, make change to that form um down the road but i don't know if that's going to ever happen i'm not sure i don't know i think we're i mean i'm of... not saying that i don't want to i'm just not sure if that's ever going to happen the interviewing, more <laughs> interviews, essentially. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it will. I think we're just currently... Oh, we did already twice. We did, yeah. and we've we've got another mic, right, to set it up properly so we can do it. A, a good interview. Right. High, higher quality. Yeah, I guess more than anything is um, circumstantial cur- currently. Yeah. You know, we don't have um, studio. I mean, as you can see, we're just doing this uh, on a couch. Chilling on the couch. <laughs> it's nothing special. Um, we just blocked a window. Very... Uh, you know this uh, basic lighting, um, basic camera, basic mics that are decent enough. You know, I mean, we're just doing this with a very minimal, you know, setting. Yeah, it's extremely yeah. crude because we're passionate about it. Yeah, we don't need the best and the brightest and the newest mm-hmm. tools to express ourselves. This right. is good enough currently. Yeah, mm-hmm. if people like it and can see through that, then cool. Yeah. You know, eventually we'll get money more money to upgrade these types of things mm-hmm. and have more interesting engaging conversations hopefully with the listeners out there and then some mm-hmm. people will interview as we meet but yeah like you said we're kind of just in a situation right now where we got back from thailand mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's some work that needs to be done on the vehicle, so doing that, we're just basically getting everything set up so we can move into the next phase of the podcast, right. mm-hmm. the coffee, and several other things in our lives. So mm-hmm. thanks for bearing with us. But it's only going to get better. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I mean, It's only going to get that's better. That's why we're even trying to make money, right? Yeah. Um, I, that doesn't sound good, but <laughs> we need some sort of money to um, improve our podcast quality. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. You know, I'm not saying we're gonna have you know expensive equipment, expensive studio, you know, like MTV style, <laughs> crazy shit. That's what I'm talking about. But we need a uh, uh, some sort of you know uh, funds to make improvements you know yeah yeah for sure and i think the way that we're currently doing the podcast while from the outside some episodes may seem a bit more incoherent than others but this is part of the process of kind of learning and finding our style yeah and you know we definitely take people's feedback very seriously Mm -hmm. and try to incorporate any of the criticisms to resolve those issues but I think we, from the get-go, we want this to be more loose form, conversational. Yeah. You know, we're discussing ideas. Yeah, we do some homework and things beforehand just so we're not miscommunicating or, you know, sharing incorrect information. Right. But a lot of these other podcasts, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's there's other podcasts I listen to where it's obvious, a fair amount of it's scripted. They're mm-hmm. reading off a script and mm-hmm. you don't really get that organic feeling from some of those people. And yeah. again, I don't think that's necessarily bad. wrong or bad, bad mm-hmm. but that's not that doesn't speak to me in the way I want to communicate. I want to communicate just like, hey, my friend's sitting across from me. This is mm-hmm. how I would talk to you. Yeah. Anybody who sees us on this camera and through these podcasts, yeah. this is who we are in real life. Like a hundredfold. <laughs> yeah. True. You get what you get. You see what you see. There's no difference. Yeah. And I think the closer we are to being that person in all circumstances. Um, the better we're able to um, truly express ourselves and be understood, in turn, yeah. understood by others. Yeah. Again, like I, like I said, I think the best way to really communicate in any settings and with anybody is to be genuine, right? Uh, that's what we're trying to be. Again, we're not perfect because... Uh, Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least that's, that's our aim, you know. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I spent over 10 minutes just talking about that. But I, I was going to just uh, say that that's why I think Jordan's podcast is so popular because it's not, you know, it's not staged. There's yeah, no script. You yeah. know, I think that's, even though it's like two, three hours, like it, it flies by. You know? It does. It goes really quick because people are having interesting conversations. They're yeah. not talking about purely their bullet points like, oh, yeah, we got through that subject. Let's move on. They mm-hmm. go on tangents. They talk about random things that are totally right. unrelatable yeah. uh, in some circumstances. But you get a sense that you're having an authentic, you're sitting in on an authentic conversation with right. two people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think you can authentically. As much as it can get, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. As much as you can. I don't think anybody can authentically replicate that if they go in there thinking like, well, let's just have an authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. Like the authentic conversation takes many different forms based on who you are and who you're with. Mm-hmm. So this and is why like, they're there. Yeah. Right? And, and, that, also, yeah, and, that, and mm-hmm. he's been doing it for a long time. Like yeah. go back and look some of the old episodes. You'd be like, wow, this dude's a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we're idiots too. Yeah. In a lot of ways, don't get you wrong, we're educated in some specific areas. Yeah. And we but have... at some point in our lives, we're all idiots. Yes, you know? I'm an idiot still in a yeah. lot of regards, yeah. for sure. For sure. For sure. It's, what do you say? Heard my feeling. He said <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> we Guys. make progress. We talked about this earlier that, you know, your truth, set of truths, and uh, your values continue to change. You progress, you know. I poured Advance. coffee in my hair. You did? Oh, man. But you're right. Yeah, the ideas shift mm -hmm. and change as you get more experience and more opinions. Uh, opinions. I know this is going to upset some um, um, people who are listening to this, that there's no, um, basically, uh, those who think that there are absolute truths, and I'm not saying okay. That's that's really controversial subject that I even for me. But uh, one thing that I know is that truth can change. Yeah, for sure. And then for your values, it can change. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, there is no progress. There is no advancement in your ideas. You're you're isolated. You know, I'm, I'm sure a certain set of values don't change. Mm -hmm. You know, very fundamental stuff. And I'm not saying all fundamental stuff never change, but some fundamental stuff may not change. That's what I'm saying, you know. But there are certain uh, values that um, I shouldn't say meant to be uh, meant to be changed, but it should change. Yeah. Because otherwise, again, you're isolated. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you're not being enlightened. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a real power in just the belief that things can change. If you truly believe that things can change and have the potential to change, then suddenly you start kind of uh, reorganizing your ideas and thoughts around your values and your systems. Like, okay, well, you know, maybe I value... Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Let's try to do something not very controversial. Maybe I value eating meat. Right. I value it strongly. Uh -oh, I say this cannot change. Too. Is it? Is that? I don't know. It's controversial, <laughs> You're man. You're a lot of vegetarians here. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, well, actually, I was gonna say in their their benefit. Like, if I'm somebody who says yeah. I identify as a meat eater, this is part mm -hmm. of my identity, it constitutes who I am, yeah. and it cannot change, then you might never ever know. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Look at all these other vegetarian options that are right. not only great for me, delicious, healthy environment, blah blah blah, mm -hmm. have all these other benefits, but you know, maybe meat. The meat you were eating actually had some genetic uh, problem with you. Yeah. Like you have some genetic issue with meat that you're totally unaware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good practical example. Uh, but I think also that, you know, to your point. I eat meat. Um, that kind of attitude makes you more open-minded. You're more flexible, mm -hmm. you know, which means that you're not, which is kind of, you know, uh, antithesis to bigoted. You know, yeah, close-minded, yeah, yeah. you know? So, um, otherwise, why do you even have conversation with anybody? Why? Because you're not going <laughs> to listen to them. That's a good point. You know? Um, <laughs> but when I talk to people, even though I have really firm, you know, opinions and set of values, for sure, yeah, I'm not going to say that I don't have those. But at least I'm open-minded, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm willing to change my opinion and beliefs and values yeah. Yeah. if you can convince me. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then that can be only done through really uh, uh, speculative spirits. You know, otherwise you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Which leads us to <laughs> today's dun, topic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Fear 
and it's sorry. minutes in. <laughs> sorry, free version guys. <laughs> you only have four minutes left. <laughs> uh, we got to rush. started our subject today. Yeah, which leads, leads us to um, our topic today, which is philosophy. Yeah. We're going to talk about philosophy. Yeah, one of our um, greatest passions, I would say. Um, By far the the biggest intellectual passion I have. Yeah, for sure. Hands down, mm-hmm. intellectually speaking. So we're uh, very excited. Um, but you have only three and a half minutes left for uh, free listeners. Uh, if you want to listen to the rest of the uh, our discussion, please the subscribe. <laughs> There's the bait. You gonna take it or what? <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, subscribe to our Patreon, uh, which is Patreon.com/slash The Theory of Living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Currently, we have five patrons, by, by the way. Yeah, um, mostly family members. <laughs> hey, <laughs> not even family. All of the family members, actually. <laughs> well, that's because everybody that subscribes, we consider family. Yeah, but okay. To be fair, though, we never asked them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, never... we thought that. I mean, we really want to grow this organically. I mean, yet yeah, now the five seems a lot, but if you have thousand, two thousand, the five is nothing, right? Yeah, so yeah. eventually, it doesn't even matter whether yeah. or not they're helpless, yeah. right? I mean, I really appreciate them, of course, but that's why we didn't even ask them. The friends, yeah, and all yeah. Well, also, again, anybody that subscribes to this or you hit the like or you comment or whatever, mm-hmm. we're just appreciative that you're engaging. Mm-hmm. With what we're putting out there. Even if you think we're idiots. (laughs) Even if you know it to be true. Right. So, let's move on. Uh, Because we only have two and a half minutes for uh, the free listeners. Uh, We're going to talk about philosophy today. Uh, Where do we start, man? Where do we start? Some would say the beginning, but I think that would be... Stupid. Never start at the beginning. How How about we start with our own experience? Yeah. I think, you know, I, I can recall uh, a lot of moments in my life, but I think the first very um, uh, relevant moment in my life was, I, I actually talked about this when we um, did a theory of us, I mm-hmm. think. Episode 8. Or epistemology. Well, one of them. But that was the first moment that I really... Um, took an action with my kind of passion. Mm. You know, I was like third grade or second grade, something like that. And then I had this uh, uh, coupon for a bookstore, um, so, which was equivalent to like $2, something like that. But you could have, uh, you could buy a book by then. Um, so I went to a bookstore and then I chose epistemology. Mm. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not epistemology. It was uh, study of words, uh, right? Yes, um, history. What was the what was the name that I told you? Hang on a second here. It's coming to me. <laughs> I already forgot. But uh, it was, I think, it was about history, um, the subject of history. So basically, he was arguing that um, the common debate that we're having today, still today. Uh, whether or not history could be subjective, objective, you know, how one historian should write history and things like that, right? Yeah. So that was probably like the first uh, action that I took for my intellectual curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Which is not crazy um, 
like irrelevant, completely relevant to philosophy. You know, that's no, no, not not at all, not at all. And then it was like, I, like I said, I was like ten years old, something like that. You know, I was pretty young. So yeah, I I don't remember necessarily my first engagement with philosophy, but mm-hmm. it read like I said, you know, grew up Christian, read the Bible a lot, mm-hmm. and I always found singular verses and things of that nature, mm-hmm. like words basically words had heavy meaning and impact on me so even like motivational quotes or all those types Mm. of things but typically they came from the bible for me just because that's what i had the most access to and there was tidbits of like truth revealed to me in those passages um which is ironic right because we were just again not a last episode necessarily shitting on christianity but pointing out a lot of the fatal fatalistic flaws that it has but for me, I could still find truth in those things. And so slowly but surely, I just kept looking for more people that had mm-hmm. access to truth and want to find yeah. the truth. And it was nice because philosophers typically were trying to give me a truth or give people a truth mm-hmm. without a grand narrative, it seemed like. They were yeah. just like, this is kind of like my best idea of how it works. And that's how right. I felt. Even reading that, and of course there's some philosophers where you feel like, wow, they're pretentious and they think they have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. But on average, I found most things I read and people I read were approaching it from the point of, I think I'm wrong, but this is what I've come up with. And yeah. I really got a sense of, wow, they're very humble in their approach here. They're taking yeah. a very level-headed approach. And so I think that part really intrigued me. And the, the first philosopher started all for me by far with Socrates. Yeah. You know, just asking why I was like, right. Who is this guy? Cause I'm curious. I, that's what I'm asking about everything Right. in my mind. I may not vocalize or verbalize it to people, mm-hmm. but I was always asking why here it yeah. is. This guy, you know, asking everybody why to the point that he was even sentenced to death for corrupting the youth. Right. Yeah. And then defying uh, the gods, I guess uh, there was a more specific terminology for that but corrupting the youth were the charges brought against them and then he defended himself yeah and he threw it he threw it basically purposefully because he was like fuck you basically mm-hmm. um and then he was charged with committing suicide via drinking hemlock and all his friends were like you know don't do this right. we can get you out we can get you to safety you're gonna be exiled whatever but no it's like why why, why should i be afraid of death Mm-hmm. It might be the best thing for me. It's, I've never experienced it, so why are we, why are we arriving to the conclusion it's bad? Yeah, you know, look at this human arrogance. Yeah, this thing I know nothing about. I've already put as bad. Yeah, you know? and then that kind of spirit captured you. Oh right? my goodness, totally captured me. Yeah, I'm still captured by that idea. It's like, mm, is this actually anything? And you come into it open-minded with open mm-hmm. eyes. And just let the experience happen and then arrive to an opinion afterwards. But you mm-hmm. should never arrive to an opinion beforehand. And you're setting yourself up for failure potentially. Yeah. I think in a lot of situations. Or even potentially corrupt your experience. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yes. How many times? Even yesterday. So we went to go see Thor. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> We're getting back on hey, movies. We have a lot, of, a lot of things to say about that. We, but, yeah, but but yeah. just just saying, like, you didn't want to know the movie review score, right? Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah who wants to know that? Because yeah. I can formulate my own thoughts, my ideas, and opinions right. about it. Yeah, and I'll, then I'll I'll find out afterwards. But even if we know that, and if we watch a movie, 
uh, knowing the critics' reviews and scores prior to the movie, even slightly you get affected by it, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't like that. I I want to I want to enjoy fully on my own. Yeah. You know that's why I don't want to hear it. I don't want nothing. Yeah. And that's why you know we sometimes yes uh, it happened to be our scores uh, were comparable to you know public score uh, on this one at least, but the Matrix one was not. Yeah, so far from it. Yeah, but anyway, uh, we're twenty five minutes in almost. Yeah. Oh, our free version is <laughs> over. Get out of here, you freebies! I didn't realize you're still in here. Get out. Okay. Back to, right. <laughs> back to the page, Don't forget guys. to subscribe. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you. See you next week. Bye.